Today in the Marshall Pro Podcast, we have your brand new 2020 NTT IndyCar Series champion, Scott Dixon. Got about 10 minutes with the new six-time champ. want to say thank you quickly to Cooper Tires, the Justice Brothers, TorontoMotorsports.com, and Bell Racing Helmets USA for supporting what we do here. Before we get going, I want to share a quick anecdote with you, one that I hope might help you appreciate Scott Dixon even more. So these phone calls, television interviews, radio spots, whatever they might be, these are all prearranged, done so by IndyCar a week or two in advance. Time slots are in place. They're all fairly tight and compact. Not a lot of time to waste. And so when you do get on the phone with whomever the new champion happens to be, it's all about them, all about the achievement, and then you keep it moving and they're on to the next caller interview and so waiting to speak with Dixie he calls directly so that's a change normally it's from someone at IndyCar on their mobile phone or similar but Dixie's name pops up and as I say hello and prepare to run through the questions you'll hear he actually starts the conversation which I didn't leave in it's private but he started the conversation by asking me a question. How's your wife doing, mate? Tell me how she's doing. And, right? Here's your new six-time champion. The whole world right now is his. Everything is about him. And what is his first mind? The first thing that he does? He wants to ask about how my wife is doing and how she is coming along in her recovery. So... Yeah, uh, high, high, high celebration and everything for Dixie. I hope that you enjoy the conversation that we have. There are some good little kernels and nuggets in here. I'm just saying, when his first thought is to open the conversation with him asking a question about my family, um, just tells you who he is. So let's get rolling with my favorite Kiwi, Chip Ganassi Racing's Scott Dixon, driver of the number nine, PNC Bank, Honda. Scott Dixon, you're a six-time champion, man. And it didn't feel like it was really going to be a question. But then the latter part of the year started saying, nah, we need some drama, man. We don't want this to be too boring. How did you deal with that? And how did you compartmentalize that so it didn't derail you? Because it'd probably derail a lot of others. Yeah, I think you you definitely run into a lot of, you know, false confidence, I think, and, and between, you know, with even on the team, you know, you're like, uh, you know, the you know, with with the crew guys or whatever, you know, and, and thinking that the year's going so smoothly, which it was, you know, at one point we had a hundred and seventeen point lead, you know, and you're like, Oh, we just need to, you know, have some top fives and you know, everything's gonna work out, you know, uh very good. But as you know, like this, this championship, you know, uh, the ups and downs that I think we have, you know, throughout the years, you know, and, and, you know, it's the only time that I've ever led from the start and all the way through, you know, so it, there is a different kind of, of stress, you know, you, you know, you, you don't want to be in that situation where the situation where we won before, where we've come from a big deficit and kind of, you know, the, the count back, or, or the tiebreaker that we have with Montoya to, you know, the fact that, you know, in 13, when, when we were able to get it, you know, over Alio from a, you know, almost 90 point deficit. So it's, um, I don't know, you, you just, 
you don't want to change anything, but it's weird. And we feel like we didn't change anything, but the situations that we had in mid Ohio and you know, any road course, you know, you just start to see it dwindle away, you know? So it, um, every year is a crazy year in this series. You know, we, we tried to finish it, you know, with a race out, but, but, uh, you know, we, we came up short and, you know, uh, huge credit obviously to, to Joseph and team Penske, you know, uh, as always, you know, they're, they're uh, class, class, a class X and, and, you know, the, it's always going to come down to the wire and, and uh, they did all they could. And uh, luckily enough, we, we had enough. A couple quick things come to mind, Dix. First of all, and I, I know you haven't, you nailed it right here. Each of your championships is different and that isn't always the same, right? There's some chance like Lewis Hamilton, right? I mean, we expect him to win another. He breaks Michael Schumacher's, all-time F1 win record today and the day you earn your sixth. But we could probably say the last few of Lewis's titles feel a little samey. Yours seem to have a different component this year, as you mentioned, leading the whole way through and bearing that stress the entire time. I guess you have a good eye for delivering storylines. You've, you've got a future as a writer or something, my man. Uh, trust me, I'd, I'd much rather it go the way that uh, Lewis has it. You know, <laughs> it's just complete domination. But you know, I think it 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 just shows you how competitive the NTT IndyCar series is, man. You know, there, there's never any runaways. You know, there's a runaway for a period, but you know, what is this? 15 straight years where it's come down to the last race. You know, and, and even in a situation where it wasn't double points this year, you know, you, you didn't need it. Uh, whereas a ton of other formulas, you know, need to go for you know, a reset with 10 to go or, you know, change it up. But, um, yeah, you know, trust me, I would, I would much rather it go a lot smoother, but that's just not the case, you know, and, uh, there's always, you know, years full of adversities, you know, this year for, you know, I feel extremely lucky and privileged and, and, you know, so honored to be able that, you know, all of us were able to go on and race, you know, I think the, the scenario with what we've seen with COVID this year, you know, nobody knew what the outcome was going to be. And, mm. and, you know, uh, for me personally, you know, it's, it's, there was so many people and so many people have struggled through this year, whether it's, you know, financially or health wise or whatever it is, you know, we're, we're, we're super lucky, man, super lucky that, that, you know, we're able to, to go out and do what we do. So it's definitely a year I'm never going to forget. And that's the same for everybody. 2020, okay was was great for us in, in a racing format you know but but uh it's been a pretty pretty rough year for so many people but um in so many ways you know nobody is going to forget 2020 dicks i know we're talking about you and your achievement and the team's achievement so this next question might be a little bit weird but you've had so- some really good rivals throughout your career when you and dario were teammates it was the dario and dixie show who was going to come out on top we've been able to you know fire in a couple of drivers where we could say okay uh, these two have gone back and forth over a little while you share whatever thoughts or appreciation you might have you know uh, in the the uh, later stages of your career where it seems like you and this kid from tennessee joseph newgarden you guys are locking horns every year. It's a gift for IndyCar fans. Do you have an appreciation for him knowing that, man, every time he had to come back from starting well down to win the dang race this year to keep his hopes up to get going and try and take that title, he's done those things, came up a little short. But, man, you have an appreciation for what the two of you are building together? 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, he's a, he's a hell of hell of a competitor, and and you know we we we've seen that for a few years now, and and it's never it's never a flash in the pan. You know, it's it's you know it's honestly he's he's been fighting it out. You know, there, there's tough competitors throughout, but you know there's very few that are that are there every season. And you know, if you look back at the last two, three, four seasons, you know that's how it's how it's really played out. You know, so um, you know I like Joseph. I like his style. You know, he he races fair. Um, you know, he's, he's not, you know, all showboaty and, you know, all those kind of situations, you know, I think he's, you know, he's generally just a great person, you know, and, and, uh, you know, I think that that plays true in a lot of ways, but obviously he's a huge talent. And, you know, we saw that from the days when he first started with, with Carpenter racing and, and, you know, they hit like a, a next level once it got to Penske, which, you know, we always expect. And, and, you know, for the 19 years I've been with Ganassi, you know, we, we, I've known that <laughs> you've always, you're always racing Penske, you know, and, and for a championship or, or for each race weekend. And, and, uh, you know, he's continued that on. So it's, um, as we all know, it's an extremely bright future for, for Mr. Newgarden. And, and, uh, you know, it, it feels that much better when you're able to, you know, close it out and get that, uh, you know, championship over him. Let's close Dixie talking about people. So you and Mike Hull, I mean, you know, you're not allowed to have more than one husband or wife in this country, but, you know, you two could exchange rings and no one would be surprised. Um, you and Blair Julian, holy cow, right? I mean, uh, you're often referred to as the best of his era. We got to put Blair in that conversation among crew chiefs and chief mechanics. Uh, good old Chris Simmons, right, in a new role for the team this year, performance director. And then I just got off the phone with one of my oldest friends, Michael Cannon, who came into IndyCar in 2000. You came in in 2001, despite being his old gray-haired self-dicks with your sixth title. He just won his first as a race engineer and is so moved by it. Tell me about the folks around you, Chip as well, and again, lots of folks, but tell me about some of those, those key players who helped get you to where you are and what they meant to you. That's what it's all about, man. I'm a, I'm a small piece in this in this situation, you know, and and you know, I, that's what I loved. I think I was. It was actually very daunting when I walked through the door in 2002 to to Ganassi. You know, it was I think called the Red Army at that point because you know they had so many people and added a you know a satellite car. It was you know the days of when it was really only two cars per team, but you had so many people that had to run those cars. You know, just with the technology and, and the size of the operations, and and you know. I could feel it as soon as I walked through those doors, you know, just the will to win and you only go to a race weekend to win, you know, that, that was very different from some of the other teams that I've been with, but um, yeah, you know, Mike, how, what we've been able to achieve together with, with chip, you know, obviously uh, Chris Simmons, Chris Simmons has been on it from, you know, he's, he's been in, in such great situations, obviously with, you know, with Dario and, you know, myself and, and, you know, what we've been able to, to Eric Bretzman, who's now at Andretti, um, you know, but, but, uh, you know, it was so cool. I think for Cannon, you know, obviously even the first race at Texas, so I don't know if it was his first IndyCar race, but it was the first race like in 10 or 15 years or something like that. So, um, you know, just to be a part of that situation, you know, and to see his love for the sport and, you know, the what it means to him you know you can see just by you know he's quite shaky before races you know he, he he's a smoker so he, he smokes quite heavily he's before races. Down. the marlboro you know, so profits exactly. spike whenever so he, he's in town he, he's pretty full-on man when it, when it comes to to that situation but 
you know, just to see him after the race and what he's been able to achieve for his first year at the team, you know, and what he was able to bring and in a different dynamic, you know, it was, it was great to have such a different set of eyes on, on what we do and our procedures and somebody to ask like, Hey, why, why do you do it this way? You know, and, and he's not shy, which, you know, I think is, it's pretty daunting in many ways. And I think even for an engineer or any level coming into a team like this and, and, you know, there's such an ecosystem that's already going on um, that, you know, he's not afraid to rub against that or alter it or, or change it up, you know? So it's, uh, it's been a great fit for, for all of us, you know, Blair, man, you know, there's, there's nobody better than Blair Julian at what he does and, and just the way he gets the team to work with him and around him. And, you know, he's the guy that, is calling everybody like, hey, you know, let's let's go when we go to Toronto. Let's get you know everybody together. Let's go ping pong, you know, and, and you know he's he's all about the morale and, and building, you know, everybody working together, and and he's, that goes so far. You know, he's your glue guy. Do that. He's your he glue guy. He is the glue guy. He is the glue guy. So yeah, I'm just I'm I'm so lucky to to work with so many great people, man. IndyCar fans get to see someone. There's only one other person alive who's ever earned more titles than you brother and IndyCar fans are so fortunate to get to uh, hopefully buy their tickets and come out and see you pursue number seven next year so I don't even know what to say so happy for you so well deserved and I hope it's better than Taco Bell. I don't know where you're going to eat, but uh, whatever it is, you deserve it. <laughs> that tonight, actually sounds man. really good right now. <laughs> oh, Jesus, Dixon. <laughs> All right, mate. Real pleasure. 